Hey, happy Thanksgiving, and welcome to our Thanksgiving special of Drunken Book Club. I'm your pilgrim with the most problems, Christopher the Rupal, joined with... I pass smallpox on to God knows how many people, Sam. Oh, they're dead now. No, a lot of them were English people, so it just became... It was basically the human equivalent of a vaccine. Because mm. that's how they did it, apparently. Mm. It was gross. And uh, this uh, this Thanksgiving, we read Thanksgiving on Thursday, number 27 of the Magic Treehouse books. Who boy. Um, unfortunately, we were, we were supposed to have Weiss and Noelia and all them on, but unfortunately, Sam got, possibly got Salmonella. Yeah. And she did not want to have any accidents with Salmonella during the recording with everybody else here. You didn't want to hear me run to the bathroom and then the loudest shit possible. <laughs> Because that's what would happen. Can, can, I, can I tell them the story about Friday? Sure. So on Friday, I woke... I, like, I... I uh, what's it called? Stayed up late so I can get my body ready to closing. And, like, so it would have been, like, around 9. And I just hear, like, someone using the bathroom. And I'm like, Sam shouldn't this be This is at, here. like, 9 a.m., by the way. Yeah, that's what I said. 9. Oh, okay. And, um... But, yeah, like, I checked my phone for the time. I'm like, wait, Sam should be at work right now. Did someone break into the apartment just to use the bathroom? Like, I was freaking out for a second. And then, like, by, by the time I was, like, about to get up, I hear the door open, and I'm just like, oh, it's Sam. And I just I just asked her, oh, are you running late or what? And then, yeah, she... she yeah. yeah. I just... I thought someone broke in to use the bathroom, and it scared me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry to freak you out, but I was just like, one, I didn't know if you were awake or not, and two... And to, uh, it was a time-sensitive issue, so. Yeah. No, no, I was about to say, I'm not gonna, oh, yeah, oh, oh, like, it's all, you woke me up with your farts. It's not your fault, I was about to say, I mean, you didn't know there was a recall on fucking cantaloupe. I mean, clearly, because it wasn't gonna, it didn't come, I didn't see a news article until yesterday about it. And they put up a, like, warning today. Yeah. So. Yeah, good times. Avoid cantaloupe for a little bit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're in Arizona where we had the highest amount of cases. Yep. Sam was number eight. <laughs> I'm, I don't think I'm technically part of the numbers because I have not yeah, been diagnosed. Yeah, yeah, technically we weren't diagnosed. We're just, we're assuming because it could possibly have happened. Well, it matches up with the fact that I'm not contagious. Yep. I'm not, like, I've had all the symptoms of a stomach flu-like thing. Mm-hmm. I match most of the symptoms. Yeah, you match most of the symptoms for salmonella. Yeah. And, yeah, so, and it's not bad enough that I need to go to the hospital to really confirm that. Yeah. So. I was say, you're, you're, you're a young person who's healthy enough to not go to the hospital for this. Yeah, and I probably got, like, not the worst piece. Yeah. And I didn't have that much, so. So that's good. But yeah, there we go. <laughs> and on, uh, what did we pregame this time around, Sam? What, what, what heavy alcoholic drinks are you drinking while suffering from salmonella? Water and Gatorade. Yeah, I'm also drinking Pure Life water because we're recording this on Sunday. We usually record these on Fridays. Couldn't do it this Friday because it was my mom's birthday. And we were supposed to do it today with everybody, but yeah, that's what I was like. So we're playing it safe. Apparently, this is the book that we are not supposed to fucking... Because <laughs> we've tried this like we, three times. Uh, Yeah, yeah, at least. Because what's it called? We couldn't make it. Like the first time was when you were out. We uh, Noelia got sick. Oh, no, 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 you were back, but Noelia was sick yeah. on the way here. And then we tried... Didn't we try another time also, but, like, everyone... We tried with just me and you, but we didn't have the book, and you had That's to read right. the... That's right. Yeah, because I need to read a certain part from the book, and I was just like, well, we can't do it. We need a copy of it. We still had it at that point. Thank God he was able to turn it to... Uh, give it to us. 
earlier this week. Even though I said, oh, you can just wait to give it to us on Sunday if you needed to. Which, thank God, he did not wait. Yeah. I mean, again, I think I'll be okay, but... Again, let's not chance it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to chance anything. You should be fine, though. I mean, you've you have not had any. I was about to say you you seem to be doing a lot better compared to the last two days. Oh yeah, well, I was already doing better yesterday. It still wasn't great, but it was. Yeah, I was about to say you still had you still had some bad moments. Yeah, you still had some bad. Uh, to quote uh, Invader Zim here. Diarrhea. Thank you. Chris. I had to put that in there. So, Sam, uh, what were your first impressions of Thanksgiving on Thursday? What did you think this book was going to be about before even picking it up? Nerdy boy and his annoying little sister. Adventurous. Adventurous sister going to fucking pilgrim times and they learn some stupid lesson that's probably only half true. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, yeah, we learned a thing. And that's it. Review's over. That was it. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. We don't need to know any of the meat and potatoes of this shit. I was about to say, that's, that's pretty much the whole thing. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, really, that's almost every treehouse. Yeah. That's so that wrong. pretty much it is. Like, that's the problem. Like, I want to really like these books, but I don't think we've... I don't think I've ever given any of these books above a three. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to remember what I gave... Like, I'll have to go back and see what I gave Gorillas and the Camelot one. But I don't think I gave them good scores. I think part of the... Like, I still love what one person said with the TikTok thing of, like, the... Someone was like, the I'll do what this book... What your favorite book as a child says about you. And ever, and they were like, everyone wants me to say Magic Treehouse, but I think you're, like, an accountant or something. I don't know. It's fucking boring. Yeah. Like, you're, it's but basic. It's basic. I don't know. I mean, it was my favorite book as a kid. And look, I'm, I think I'm interesting. Somewhat. I mean, you are, you are, but I'm just saying that... I'm interesting. Ooh, look at all the crazy things I do. Is it fair to say that this is boring? No, no, oh, no, no, yeah, definitely. It's because of this stupid, boring shit that made me more interesting and made me want to grow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Tank the Cowdog, so I don't know what that says about me. But... I mean, I also like Tank the Cowdog. True. We like to do it doggy style. <laughs> Wait, reverse cowgirl. <laughs> uh, Cowdog style. I'm on be a cow dog, baby. Oh, God, that just made me think of how that position... I don't want to think about how that position would work. So, <laughs> uh, so my first impressions for this one is... This one takes place after the events of Good Morning Gorillas. I think it's like two books after Gorillas. So if memory serves me right, they'll have to solve a riddle of some sort and it will pertain to the indigenous folks and the savage pilgrims. Yeah, so there we go. And let's go over this uh, boring-ass cover. This is... Uh, you know, a lot of these books don't have... I don't know why I picked up these books, in all honesty. Like, maybe... I, I think I may have picked up the first one, The Dinosaurs Before Dark, which... Dude's writing a fucking ter, uh, t uh, pterodactyl. That's fucking cool, you yeah, know? Yeah, I was gonna say, I get that one. I'm not gonna and judge anyone for picking that up based on I think cover. I picked up... Like, I don't think I ever read them in order. But, like, I definitely read the ones that looked most interesting, which were the ones with animals on the covers and shit. I remember Twister on Tuesday looked cool because they were, like, almost getting sucked into yeah. the Yeah! But, like, I look at this cover and I'm like, two Melvins. This is a pretty plain cover. We have Jack and Annie dressed as savages, uh, a.k.a. the Pilgrims. Jack is holding a large pumpkin while Annie is holding a basket filled with squash, maize, or as you may know it, corn. <laughs> All right, Sam, before we begin, let's go ahead and read that prologue. I'm going to let you read that one, and then we'll we'll swip, switch and swap with each other's uh, chapters. One summer day in Frog Creek, Pennsylvania, 
a mysterious treehouse appeared in the woods. <gasps> Eight-year-old Jack and his seven-year-old sister Annie climbed into the treehouse. They found it was filled with books. I don't know. I thought she was younger. She acts so much younger. Also, the concerning thing I'm thinking of, like, eight and seven years old is child spacing. Yeah. And, like, the health of both, like, Annie and the mother. Because you're supposed to wait, like, at minimum 18 months. Yeah. I mean, I know plenty of people who have had siblings within a year. It's not good. I- I'm just saying more, like, health. Like, it's not great. I'm not saying it's the worst thing. Like, yeah, it's done. Yeah, that explains a lot about Annie. <laughs> Anyways... Jack and Annie soon soon discovered the treehouse was magic. It could take them to places in the books. All they had to do was point to a picture and wish to go there. While they're gone, no time passes at all in Frog Creek. Yo, like, Jack turns 18, he finds, like, a por- like a fucking porno mag. He's like, I want to go. Th- I wish I could go there. And it's just like nothing happens. He's just like, the magic's gone. <laughs> See, all I could think of is they get stuck in there for years, and he turns into an adult. He has wife and kids, and then he gets sucked back. That's back. an Adventure Time episode. Like, legit. Like It's like a pillow fort episode or something. Yeah, that's like a legit episode of Adventure Time. Okay, then. Yeah. <laughs> Along the way, Jack and Annie discover that the treehouse belongs to Mor- Morgan Le Fay. Morgan is a magical librarian of Camelot, the long-ago kingdom of King Arthur. She travels through time and space, gathering books. Jack and Annie have many exciting adventures helping Morgan and exploring different times and places. In Magic Treehouse books 25 through 28, they will learn the art of magic. Yay! See? Finn, Finn got a fucking, has a pillow family. It's the pillow world. And he get, yeah, he gets old and almost dies. And then he find they take him to, what's it called? To the portal and then he, you know, comes back to normal. I know there's another thing that it happened like that. Yeah. I want to say Rick and Morty did that. I wouldn't be surprised. No, it was a video game. It was a video game where, the, where he basically, like, lives a whole life. And I mean, like, technically that's a Narnia thing as well. Yeah. I was to say that. Like, I think Narnia is probably the oldest version of that. Probably. Like, trope. Uh, so chapter one. What feast? Annie has a feeling the treehouse is back and it's time for adventure. Jack, as always, trusts his sister's intuition. But the pair must be quick, as their family is heading to their grandma's house soon. Kind of like a, a very specific Charlie Brown special. I, what special was that one? I just can't put my finger on it. They, they don't describe them going to a specific dinner. They're just saying they're going to dinner. They're not saying they're going to Thanksgiving dinner, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, to grandma's house we go. I love that special. Let's have some popcorn, jelly beans, and toast, and pretzels. Uh, they head deep into Frog Creek and find the treehouse there. They head up and find Morgan's message to them. If Sam would kindly read it on page six. Dear Jack and Annie, good luck on your third journey to find a special magic. This rhyme will guide you. To find a special magic, when work and toil are done, gather all together, turn three worlds into one. Thank you, Morgan. Why'd you do it like uh, the the clone high um, or, uh, donkey corner or whatever? <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> did, was that on purpose or did you just do the voice? I just started to do a voice and I just committed to it. Yeah, it, it sounded kind of like the donkey corner or whatever it's called. It doesn't have to be all that. It's more of a little like, slithering little yeah, to that one. Yeah, you did like a non-southern version. It doesn't version. have to be a whole thing. We can just like grab coffee. Uh, <laughs> nah. Uh, the book of their... <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's just because I have actual energy today is what yeah, I'm like. That's probably, that's probably it. The book they're going to travel into is called The Feast to Remember. 
Annie wishes they could go there, and Jack isn't so sure about this one. Right idea, my boy. And the treehouse does its spinning top act, and they're transported. But where? Chapter 2. Shh! I said shh! The pair are now dressed as they are on the cover, like a boy and girl pilgrim of the time. We then get a quick, mostly incorrect history lesson on the pilgrims that we all fast-forwarded through. Literally, I just like I was just like, eh, I'm good. I don't need to know this shit. I'm like, Ugh, the fake bullshit they always. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Yeah, no. No good. Jack wants to make a plan before heading down, but Annie is like, "Fuck you! Let's get closer." And like the independent woman she is, she heads down, and Jack, being the soy boy cuck that he is, follows closely. They try to be sneaky, but the fall foliage makes that impossible. They come to a stop, but a dog notices them and starts barking at them, and some pilgrims start to come to see what all the barking is about. Jack gets nervous and says to head back to the treehouse, but on the way, something grabs his ankle, and he's pulled into the next chapter. <laughs> chapter 3. Wow. 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 Jack... Just a pilgrim. All yeah. Owen Wilson's. Yep. Uh-oh. All Owen's. <laughs> Jack is hanging from the tree by his ankle in a rope trap. The pilgrims find the boy and assist in setting him free. A large group of pilgrims have gathered around them, but there's also someone else who sticks out among the pale-faced savages. An indigenous scholar by the name of Squanto is also there. Governor Bradford, Captain Standish, and Priscilla are also there. Maybe it's because we didn't learn that much about Thanksgiving here in Tucson, but do any of these names sound familiar or even right? Like, Squanto's the only one that stands out to me. Yeah, uh, Squanto's the only one I could tell you anything. Yeah. I'm like, fuck off if I know. And I'm like, I don't... Was Squanto even part of the Thanksgiving? I don't I, even know. I don't know. They were just like... It's, I it's know that Squanto was, like, what's it called? He <clears throat> was one of, like, the first indigenous people taken to, like, England as a slave. And was, like, you know, shown off as, like, a fucking freak act, like the fucking asshole, white assholes would do. And then, like, they brought him back to America to kind of, like, communicate with people. But, like, I don't remember much else. I, I couldn't tell you, because, yeah. I just kind of remember the, okay, now spread out your hand and trace over it. We're going to make a turkey. Yeah. And that was Thanksgiving, because it's like, we have three days before vacation. I'm not teaching you shit. Yeah, boy. And I respect that energy. Mm-hmm. Let's put on a movie. They ask where the pair are from, and Jack lies and says they're from a village up north that wishes to learn how to grow corn. And they, they arrived with John Smith, and the governor is like, Squanto knew Smith and his shipmates. Do you remember this pair? And Squanto, being a real OG, is like, yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I was like, he fucking knows, but he's not gonna say shit. Yep, I'm a real OG. Chapter 4, We Fish. Their conversation ends early as a messenger says that Chief Masa Owit. Masa Owit? I'm I, sorry, because I, I, I just don't know how to. I don't know how to pronounce these names. That's why we needed Weiss on here. I mean, to be fair, he's different. I know. He doesn't. He wouldn't know how to pronounce them. I'm say. just joking. It's a joke. And 90 of his men have arrived at the village. Annie asks Priscilla if she's afraid, and Priscilla is like, nah, we ain't racist. We just invited them for a feast. But we didn't expect so many to show up. Soon, everyone is to go off hunting for more food, even the children. Annie and Jack are not sure what to do, and Jack is almost given the task to help other boys go fowling. Annie asks what that is, and it's to hunt waterfowl. Annie, Annie then lies and says they don't know how to do that, but their people fish. The pair is then given the task to fish up some clams and eels for the feast. 
Chapter 5, Eels and Clams. Eels and clams, eels and clams, I love eels and clams. The pair go towards the water, and luckily Jack finds a passage in the book about how Squanto taught the savages how to hunt eels by digging their bare feet in the sand and digging out the eel and then grabbing it. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. It's so weird that it probably is, you know? Yeah. The pair begin their hunt, and Jack is the first to strike eel. The struggle, the struggle is eel. And it gets away. I forgot I made that joke. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, I didn't. You did. The struggle with the eel. Ah, uh, the struggle is eel. Damn, you I... proved it. So, they then try to find clams, but when Jack reads the passage, Annie is dissuaded because Annie doesn't want to get near the to end the clams' lives because they can live to be so old. Okay, girl, whatever. <laughs> they then look at the passage about what pilgrim children normally do. It pretty much explains that the kids did as they are told and then complain about it. Jack and Annie are still not sure of what to do, but then Priscilla appears asking for them. Yeah, she just pops up. She's just yeah, like, she pops "Hello, up I'm Priscilla. I'm here to hit. I'm here to just hold your hand through this whole thing. That question. I'm Priscilla. <laughs> you should know me. Doesn't everyone remember me? I'm white girl. Chapter six. Good work. Priscilla asks how their scavenging went, and they said not so good. She offers for them to come into her house to warm up and dry off by the fire. They agree, and she has them carry some veggies so it looks like they actually did something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Oh, no, it's true. It's just funny. They get to the house, and she has them warm up by the hearth, and then gets them to work on some corn pudding and chowder. Man, I'd kill for some chowder. Mm-hmm. I had the same comment, honestly. I was like, damn, Yeah, I was like, good. I would be surprised if you didn't have that same comment. I was like, mm, that sounds good. And that's not just because you're on your uh, brat diet. Yeah, I'm on the brat diet of the most exciting thing I ate was sweet potato and rice today. Yeah. They continue their work, and Priscilla brings in some walnuts. She explains how the noble Squanto saved her undeserving people from the from starvation last year and how many died she has she then has them stop working as something wonderful is about to happen ah uh, yes that's something wonderful is chapter seven arm exercises i actually like the joke in this one that is a good joke uh priscilla's t- uh priscilla's <laughs> priscilla takes the pair out so they can see the men exercise their arms Jack thinks he'll need to join in and begins doing basic arm exercises, and Priscilla giggles at him, and then they hear a musket shot go off, and Jack realizes she meant arms as in weapons. She then tells the pair that they are welcome in her house for the time being, and asks if they could get the turkey set up and placed out. They agree, and Jack, being the Melvin that he is, burns his dumb ass when trying to remove the turkey from its spit. It lands in the fire, and they put it out. It is now burned to a crisp. Thanksgiving is ruined. Eh, the white people won't care. They'll eat crisp-ass nasty bird. Is that I dirt, mean, it was... or is it burned? <laughs> oh, it's both. It's already flavorless. What's it, what, what is it going to do? Right? <laughs> Chapter 8. The Feast. Jack is sad as shit, and doesn't want to tell Priscilla what happened, but Annie does the right thing and grabs her to show her what happened. Instead of beating the Melvin within an inch of his life, like the real pilgrims did, she takes him out and shows that everyone was cooking and there's plenty of food to go around. She then invites them to feast. Before they can feast, the governor speaks about being thankful or some shit and then says to Jack and Annie that their world, our world, and the world of the Wampanoag, Wampanoag? Wampanoag, I think I it is. I believe Wampanoag. Are now together as one community. And they'll thank this indigenous people by enslaving them and then killing them and then shoving them off to reservations. Yay! Then Annie realizes they've solved the riddle from earlier. They can go home now. But before they do, it's time to feast. You had something to say? 
Oh, I just was like, wait, it makes sense that Morgan would send them to this place. She's British. Yeah. Fucking colonizers. She's just like, this is what we're going to do in 500 years. Eh. Camelot didn't exist. Mythologically speaking. I'm saying like... <laughs> I know. But Camelot didn't exist, Sam. The The events of Monty Python's Holy Grail did not happen. Shh, you can't tell that to me. <laughs> Chapter 9. <laughs> Good day. After the feast is done, Jack and Annie attempt to leave, but someone points out they never learned how to grow corn. Squanto offers to teach them while escorting them to their village. Squanto tells them how to plant corn and then gives them a hacked together moral lesson that feels so forced it pushed me out of my chair. They then go to the treehouse and go home. Chapter 10. They arrive with their magic of community item and then force some more morals of being thankful about not having to work as hard as the past kids did and that their family wouldn't die from a cough from a deer's ass or some shit. <laughs> the end. Cough from a deer's ass. So is that a fart? I, I guess. Maybe it's a cart, you know, a cough fart like I'd have. <laughs> Alrighty, Sam. Did you have any notes for this one? So... I put, I don't think I, so I had the same note of, I don't think I ever learned Priscilla or May or what's-his-face. Honestly, feels like a Northeastern thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like, you know the part in Hocus Pocus when they're, when Salem, they're really into the whole lore kind of thing? Yeah. It feels like that vibe of maybe if you're in that area, it's a bigger deal. But here again, it was just like, the uh, there is three days left before a four-day weekend. Yeah. And my in-laws are coming in from the airport at... Five o'clock, and I leave here at 3.45, so time to just do some fun crafts. Mm-hmm. Ain't wrong on that one. And honestly, yeah, that's valid, because I don't even know how true this is, because I don't know. Yeah, I don't really care about the thing first Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm like, I could not be asked. The most I know is about free birds. Mm, those are some angry birds. <laughs> God damn it. That's oh. why we have pizza on Thanksgiving now. Beautiful. So, and then I put the other thing of... When they kept, like, saying, wow, and other stuff, and they're like, wow? What should, what, pray tell what this were to be, kind of thing. Yeah. Was the part in Gravity Falls when they're screwing around with the time. Yeah, where they're... And Mabel, like, teaches them how to do a high five, mm-hmm. and, like, you know what we get to do in the future? Voting. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? High five. Yeah. So it's basically, like, her, per- like, that's the first thing I thought of, was just Mabel specifically screwing that up. Yeah. And I said, Kohan means clam. That's the one thing I learned from this, is Family Guy, I know they said it probably at some point, but I yeah. forgot, and that they were like, Quahog means clam, and I'm like... I think if we were New Englanders, we'd probably know more about clams. Yeah. I mean, clams aren't really part of our diet out in the desert. Yeah, the closest we get is clam chowder in a can. Yeah, boy. It's still good. Or deep fried clam. Or the bearded clam. The forbidden fruit. <laughs> Any other notes you got? And then... Yeah, I want clam chowder now. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to write a review and I just put God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so random question time, Sam. I don't have too many random questions this time around. Uh, just because this book was so bland and boring, I decided to just do uh, Thanksgiving themed questions. Do you like Thanksgiving? It's all right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. It's definitely not one of my favorite holidays. I like the four day weekend. Yeah. I, I do miss the four day weekend. That is the one thing I like about my current job is they're like, oh no, you get the day after too taken off. Yep. I remember my mom used to have to, uh, at, like, she would always take that, that extra day off, because, like, normally you wouldn't get that. But... Yeah. I don't know when that got implemented, but I'm not questioning it. Right. And I know at my previous job it was not that case. Yep. But everyone would take it off, and then I got stuck with all their jobs because I didn't have a kid. Fuck you. Mm, fuck that. Uh, what's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? 
Um. Oh, I didn't actually wait. I don't think I technically answered. You're you're like it. Yeah, it's just all right. It's like, it's, it's, I don't mind working doubles on Thanksgiving because it's really not a special holiday. Not one of those th- holidays. You're like, damn, I missed it. Yeah, it's so bad. It's not Halloween or Christmas. As long as we give you food. Yep, which I'll always end up getting. So yeah, I like the food. I'm not gonna lie. I love Thanksgiving food. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain about the food. But uh, what's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? I'm usually one of those that I like the stuffing slash mashed like, potatoes. I do like mashed potatoes. Um, also cranberry sauce. Yeah. I think so you have got, I've gotten into the cranberry sauce on my turkey. I really do like that on my turkey now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a sucker for all of it. Like I love, you know, I love, I like turkey. I like it with cranberry sauce. I'm not a big gravy person. So I suppose that's like the big thing is like, I'm not a big gravy person, but I like mashed potatoes without gravy. I like my mom's gravy, but that's because she actually like adds other seasonings besides just like the brown sauce. Yeah. Because she adds, like, sausage, like, sometimes she'll add actual, like, sausage mm. and, like, fennel and... Nice. It's actually, like, a good tasty gravy and it's not just the generic yeah, package shit, package. so... I mean, I'm not a big fan of gravy in general. I just think it's it's just fat, isn't it? It's sometimes, like, broth, flour, and fat. Yeah. Or, like, the big three. Yeah. So, that might... Not three things I really enjoy. I mean, I like broth, but not by itself. I like biscuits and gravy. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I like all the stuff. What about dessert? What's your favorite? What's your go-to dessert? Because, you know, like, I, I feel like there's kind of a debate between pumpkin and pecan because those are, like, the two big pies of the time. So, I am, I was going to say, I like both. Like, I'm not going to be, like... Yeah, I, gonna... I like them both as well, but do you have do you have a preference? I tend to be more pumpkin, but honestly, the one thing I miss that I haven't had in forever and I want my mom to teach me how to make it, mm-hmm. my mom had a pumpkin pie cheesecake. Mmm. I want to I wanna make that. That sounds pretty I wanna, good. I want, I want that. That is the one thing. I'm missing. You sure you don't want to entrust me with it? I would trust you with it. <laughs> I can bake if I have directions and follow it. Sam, just because you can smoke pot doesn't mean you get you can bake. I don't smoke pot. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, but I, I'm a pecan pie person. I have a preference for pecan, pecan, whatever you call it. But I like them both, honestly. But yeah, if, if I have a choice between the two, I'm going pecan. Spam. Is there any other desserts for Thanksgiving normally? Um, I only I ever only ever think of pie, you know. It's like pie the is like pie. the big go-to. I know people sometimes have others, and I know like every work potluck half the time, people bring in whatever cookies that have general fall themes. Yeah, that doesn't count. Or cupcakes of the same variety. Yeah, kind of like the what's it called? Just in general, a good like any any pumpkin spice thing. I feel like is also kind of like the cheat now. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, all right. So Sam, uh, do you have any random questions? I don't, because I just could not think of anything. Yeah, that's fair. Do you have any pairings? So, my first pairing is possibly a callback to another book we did before. Yeah? Franken-Turkey, a better Thanksgiving book. Mm, not wrong on that one. The South Park episode about the first Thanksgiving with Waddles. I can't that, remember the name. No, That was about Helen Keller. Or, that was with Helen Keller? Yeah, but it was a Thanksgiving episode, though. That's the thing. Okay, so that's where I got confused. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I, again, to be fair... Also, it's Gobbles. Gobble. Thank you. My brain... Waddles is the pig from Ground Beef. Yeah. <laughs> Gobbles! I'm running off of... I'm feeling better energy right now, which is misguided, but it's there. It's one of those little confused, but I got the spirit. Yep. And <laughs> and then the one specific f- thing that everyone references from Adam's Family Values, that one scene. Yeah, the, the fucking Thanksgiving play. Yeah. Okay.
That probably would have been Weiss's pairing. I mean, it's, it's iconic. Like, yeah. it's great. We talk about it. That comes up way too often, I feel like, some days. All right, for my pairings, I have four different ones. I have the Adam Ruins Everything episode, Adam Ruins Thanksgiving. This book series likes to say it's factually correct, but it gets a lot about Thanksgiving wrong. So I'm pairing the show that ruins your perspective on things to improve your Thanksgiving. Or ruin it. Uh, whatever strikes your fancy. The Witch. The, uh, they say Wouldst Thou a lot, and it made me think of the movie The Witch. Also, both take place around colonial America, and both feature white savages doing white savage things. Yep. Recess, the great can drive. This episode holds a special place in my heart, as it taught me about the savages and the indigenous people. And the Simpsons Thanksgiving of Horror segment, A Gobble Dipped, A Gobble Ipto. This segment features uh, characters from The Simpsons as either turkeys or pilgrims, and has the pilgrims hunt the turkeys for Thanksgiving in a parody of Apocalypto. It's pretty gory. It's pretty good. You know, it'd be another good one. Hmm. Just because it's better Thanksgiving stuff. It's not even the same energy, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. Free the, birds. The Bob, any of the Bob's Burgers Thanksgivings. Yeah. If, if you could choose one for it. The turkey run. <laughs> I feel like that worked better for Franken turkey than this. I don't care. I love that one. Yeah. That's a good Although one. Although Father and the Brine is still one of my. Yeah, that's a good one. They're all good. Yeah. Again, about... there's none of them that I go, oh, no, not this one. The only one I, I don't like of. is the one where Bob has to go get Gale with the broken leg. Yeah, that's like, fair. That's the only one I really don't care for. I honestly, Gale episodes wear me down quick. Yeah. Megan Mullally can only go so far. Well, and it's just kind of the, oh, the joke of she's mentally ill. Hey, hey, hey. It's funny because she's mentally ill. And she's just annoying at this point. She has no character growth. She has no, like... I don't know. I haven't watched a new season that. True. To be so. fair, I've been, but for a while, it's just been the same stuff. Of yeah. it's because Sam's Gale. I am not Gale. <laughs> I have not eaten my lipstick to feel red inside. You've eaten other things to feel different colors inside. I have not. Okay, Sam. What's your ratings and review for this book? Yeah, exactly. The fact that you have to switch to that proves my point. Anyways, she eats bananas for the yellow. No, ate bananas so I wasn't crapping my brains out. <laughs> yeah, she still did. Because it was too, it was too green. Aww. That's my guess, You know, it's a funny thing, you know, it's like, I told somebody I got Walmart delivery from Walmart Plus, and he's like, oh, did you get any produce? And I, I told him no, and then I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, I got the bananas. And you technically, uh, sweet potatoes are also. Oh yeah, I told him the sweet potatoes. Um, but, ratings and reviews, this is such a milk toast. like, this feels like the equivalent of what i That is literally eating. my first sentence, like, like all Magic Treehouse books, this is super, stu- super milk toast. I mean, that's the only way to describe them is they're so milk toast. Yeah. This feels like what I've been eating for the last couple of days. <laughs> there is nothing. Like, on one hand, it's easy to digest. But on the other hand, I want something. Like, I was drooling at the smell of p- the pizza rolls. They were pretty bomb. Yeah. I had them with Buffalo Ranch. Uh, I want pizza rolls. <laughs> but my stomach can't handle it right now. I'll save you some. Thank you. And with that, I gotta give it just... A two and a half out of five. It's so down the road. Yeah. Down center. Like, there's nothing I can really say. Alrighty, here's my paragraph-long fucking essay. Uh, like I already said, this book is super milk toast. It's inoffensive and made for a simple audience. It doesn't really challenge the reader to question anything. It just tells you this is what happened, and it's all sunshine and rainbows. Which is fine for the young audience, and I wouldn't necessarily say there's anything wrong with this. But it's an average book, and it honestly felt like it was pushed out so they could have a Thanksgiving book ready for the season. Because the morals it tries to teach aren't really placed within the story. 
They're kind of just hinted at. Which I guess is nice not to have the morals shoved down my throat like a goose whose liver people were wanting to eat. Like I said, this book is average. It doesn't really paint a picture with its pros, and it doesn't really feel like anything happened. When something bad happened, there were no repercussions. But before I keep rambling on about this, I'll just end my review here. Thanksgiving on Thursday gets two and a half blackened turkeys out of five. Whew! That's the episode there. We did it. All right, let's get all the socials and shit out of the way. Hey, guys, if you liked what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, and all those other places. And make sure to follow us at DBC underscore pod on Twitter. And on Blue Sky, we are at Drunken Book Club there. So I was able to actually get Drunken Book Club on that one. Nice. So there we go. I've been saying DBC pod and being like, oh, that's the right one. It's not. It's at Drunken Book Club. Uh, and you can also follow any of the links down below through our link tree. It's just easy just to click on that if you want to know where to find us, follow us, where to watch us. All these episodes are actually on YouTube now if you want to listen on YouTube. Though if you want the pure, unadulterated, uncut versions, listen to them on any of the podcast platforms. Because on YouTube, I have to cut out some of the song segments. Even though I do keep them below 15 seconds, YouTube gets pissy about everything. Fuck you. Yep. I literally, I was like, I can't cut one of the jokes because it doesn't make sense without it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to actually fight against this one. So we'll see if it works or not. Just follow us on DVC Pod and at Drunken Book Club, wherever we are at. So You can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky and Tumblr at Berserker Rose. And you can, of course, follow Weiss and Brandon. Weiss is at Force Lift Hander. Drop the E on Hander. He's on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Brandon is at Eldritch Maid, M-A-I-D. Uh, he is on Blue Sky, Twitter, and I think and TikTok. And I will also be sending a invite code to Weiss for Blue Sky eventually. <laughs> and that's the episode. Sam, do you know what we're doing on next episode? Uh... Of course you don't, because we haven't recorded it yet. And I'm the only one who knows the schedule. <laughs> it's a let's read. We're doing the Abominable Snowman. Choose your own adventure. The cla- I would say it's one of the like most classic books because it literally has a movie adaptation, strangely enough, and is also like the first of the remakes as well. Hmm. But I have the original copy versus the remake version, so hmm. that should be fun. But yeah, all next month it's holiday themed stuff up until the end of the year where. I was about to say, I think we'll do four episodes in December, but skip the last week just so we can relax. Yeah. And just get things ready. And, yeah, so get ready for the holidays. We're doing some fun ones. I was about to say, doing Abominable Snowman, then we're reading a special tale from more and more and more Tales to Give You Goosebumps. We're also reading, um... I need to get my hair cut. Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator to get in, uh, get ready for Wonka, even though we should have read the other one first, but whatever. And then we're reading Help, I'm Trapped in Santa's Body for the... <laughs> I can't look at that cover, it makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for for uh, the, the week of Christmas. Uh, thank you for joining us, guys. And hey, get stuffed at Thanksgiving and have a good rest of your week. Um, and don't, don't go Black Friday shopping. It's, it's, it's not worth it.
it's not worth it. Everything is such quick shipping nowadays. Don't fucking stress about it. Yeah, and even Cyber Monday. Don't even bother with that crap. Because most of the deals aren't actual deals. They're just like, they're just their kind of thing. They're like, they're deals, but they're really not that different from what they were. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, unless you find something really... Yeah, unless you find something. If Honestly, if you're going to go shopping, shop for yourself, not for others. Do Christmas shopping another time. Yeah. <laughs> Sailors in your mind What Thanksgiving's all about